Welcome to Living in a Material World, and I'm your host, David Prada. Today's guest is founder Sandra Lanshin Chu. She is an acupuncturist, herbalist, TCM practitioner, and she is a guru of all things gua sha tools. So I'm so excited to have you on our show. Welcome, Sandra. Yay, thank you. I'm excited to be here. I know. I have so many questions, but I always start off for our listeners to hear about more of your journey and how your journey of creating your Lanshin website and your business and becoming an acupuncturist, all that. How did it all begin? You want to know all the things. I do. I want to know all the things of this fabulous Aquarius. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Aquarian shout out. So, <laughs> okay. So where I am now in the journey is I am a TCM practitioner, which for people that don't know, traditional Chinese medicine is that acronym. And I specialize in treating dermatology conditions. And I also do like cosmetic dermatology, which just means if someone was like, oh, I want to do some quote anti-aging work, or I'm interested in quote anti-aging. I hate saying that word because I just hate the word anti-aging. It's really about like staying youthful. I love that. If I was to revise that and say, if someone's interested in staying youthful work, <laughs> they, <laughs> maybe they think their only options are like Botox or fillers or any of those really classic conventional ways of staying youthful. I do it through acupuncture, gua sha, cupping, all the tools of Chinese medicine. And so it's just another pathway there that a lot of people aren't aware of. I call it TCM cosmetic dermatology, but I also treat dermatology conditions like acne, eczema, psoriasis, melasma, and I use Chinese medicine as my primary tool, but it's basically using a Chinese medicine approach to treating skin. So that's what I do now. And you ask, well, how did I get here? Well, so where do I begin? Well, you might be surprised to hear that I was at one point in time, an investment banker. <laughs> I love that. So, I mean, there's so much to the story, but yeah, I used to be a corporate slog <laughs> <laughs> and learned a lot about the world that way for sure. And what people live, you know, coming from the corporate, because a lot of people live that world and they it's do. useful as a practitioner now to have that background. So I know what people go through and what office life is like and what it means, office politics, you know, because these things affect our health. And it certainly did mine. And that's where it all started is, well, if I'm really trying to track the beginnings of how I ended up here, I think it's my Chinese background. Because in Chinese culture and in, you know, you grow up in a Chinese family, you learn about Chinese medicine because the culture and the medicine are very connected. So, you know, I grew up with my mom yelling at me if I was like going outside with my hair wet or going to bed with my hair wet and eating ice cream on your period. Like that's a total no-no. And these are all classic principles of Chinese medicine. So I grew up with it and then I came back around to it later in life. So when I was a banker, I developed a really bad pain condition. And I was like 24, feeling like 84. And just knowing that that's not normal. And I think something's off here. So 
that's when I started to get a lot of Chinese medical treatment myself and just felt very acutely and very consciously what a profound change I experienced in my body, which was body pain all over. And I don't know if it was fibromyalgia back then, but it was something that was constant and it was all over and it was too much. And I knew that I was too young to have this. So when I got my treatment, I not only had a relief of the pain, but it just felt like something bigger than just an absence of pain. It felt like, wait a minute, I feel like a person again, because I was working 80 hour, 100 hour weeks, and you just don't feel like a person anymore. You know, when you work that much under that kind of stress constantly. So I felt like I feel like alive again. And that felt good. And that felt different, if that makes any kind of sense. So it really like made an impression on me. It was impactful how I felt. And I just felt like, wow, this medicine doesn't just take away your pain. It makes you feel embodied as yourself again. And that can feel really good. And I didn't know that. And I was like, huh, interesting. (laughs) I want more of this. And so that's continues to be why I love Chinese medicine today is because it's a medicine that doesn't just take away the symptom, I feel like it can restore who you are on all the multiple levels of being that we are, because we are obviously, we're physical selves, we're mental selves, we're psycho-emotional selves, we're spiritual selves, and it just restores all of those systems in you. And you feel like, I think you feel so good when you get Chinese medicine treatment, at least For me, that's been my experience and those of many of my patients is it feels so good and that is what you're supposed to feel. That's when you're in balance, when you're healthy. It's not about like extremes though, right? It's just like this even sort of stable way of feeling good. And I think that that's something that a lot of people may have either never experienced or rarely experienced, but it's our right as human beings because we're supposed to feel that way. So I am very attracted to this medicine for that reason and continue to be motivated by what it gives to people. And so that's how I gradually ended up here is then I think the long story short is I got out of the corporate world at that point because I felt good enough to have the courage to leave. You know, sometimes you don't feel good and you don't have the courage to leave something that's not working for you. So it gave me the strength and the courage to leave. And then I eventually ended up going back to school to get my master's degree in traditional Chinese medicine. And that was like almost 20 years ago, maybe like 17 years ago. And so then I've been on that journey of being a Chinese medicine practitioner and have just ended up really taking a strong interest in what it can do for the skin. I love that. You have the most gorgeous skin, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I can't believe we're like similar ages. You look so much younger. (laughs) (laughs) Not really. You're just backlit. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because the sun's just coming out here in LA. You know, it's interesting because not many people make that shift in those changes when they're suffering that pain from their stress, their daily stress. And it's so true. Your body is like letting you know something is wrong because you weren't happy in that position. That was not where you were supposed to be. So I love it. 
And so the treatments you were getting during that time before you went back to school and get your master's, so were you getting acupuncture? What kind of treatments were you getting at that point? I started with this form of Chinese medical qigong massage is the best way to describe it, but I'm trying to fit words onto something. It wasn't a massage. So when you think massage or when listeners hear massage, they're probably thinking like there's a spa and there's a massage table and it's like, you know, the usual like massage strokes. It was nothing like that, but it's the closest thing that I can describe it as. But it was like this cross between like an energetically driven massage experience that was, by the way, really painful because I guess I should probably define a little bit qigong in Chinese medicine and Chinese culture is like, it kind of literally translates to like qi or energy workout. Qi or energy work is the actual translation, but it's like these exercises that just have existed in the culture and that have been passed down. Martial artists build their martial arts based on the principles of qigong and tai chi. It's how energy works. And it's like, it's an energy exercise, so to speak, that you do with your body. And the purpose of it is to strengthen your organ system. So in the West, we strengthen ourselves to build our muscle. In the East, you strengthen yourself to build organ strength. So it's like that deeper strength of what actually powers your body. Because your muscles don't power your body. Your heart, your liver, you know, all these vital organs power your body. So qigong is a way to work with that system and work with these deeper systems and strengthen these deeper systems. So you can apply those principles of Qigong to body work. So you can do Qigong yourself, just like you would go to a fitness class, but you can also have Qigong work done for you by like a master. You know, we call them masters or teachers in Chinese culture. And so that's what I did. I found this through a colleague, this older man who Chinese, you know, obviously from China, didn't speak English and was a master of Qigong and that type of work. So he did this massage form of massage on me that just was like, I don't even know how to explain it. It's funny. I, this is a quick aside. These days, everyone's into like psychedelics, right? And they'll go and look for like ayahuasca ceremony or like psilocybin ceremony or whatever. And I was thinking about how in Chinese culture, we have such a vast and old tradition of herbal medicine. And I'm just not aware of anything like equivalent to that. And I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, well, but we have all these like chi and energy work like modalities and practices, Tai Chi, Qi Gong. And these things are called internal martial arts. And then the external martial arts is what you see displayed in movies with fighting form, where it's like there's a fighter, a, a sparring, right? But then internal martial arts is what you do with yourself and is to build strength from within. So when you do these things, you can have experiences I'm not comparing ayahuasca ceremony to Qigong because you're not going to have this sudden experience of being out of your body 
or like other entities that people describe. It's not necessarily like that, though I, I'm sure that somebody had experiences like that when doing this kind of energy work, it wouldn't surprise me. But what it does is it connects you to something. It connects you to your deeper nature. You can have a spiritual, psycho-emotional experience that is just beyond just a physical level. So anyway, that's this body of practice within Chinese culture. I'm going to have to find someone here in LA. I'm all into that. I know. I mean, it's really hard to find. I'm always looking for just a true authentic source and a true authentic teacher. And it's kind of difficult in this country, but I'm kind of glad because I would hate to see what happened to yoga happen to Qigong and have it just completely whitewashed and appropriated. So I'm kind of glad that it's still a little bit hidden <laughs> because it's really special and it's really deep. Like you can't just take a Qigong class and be like, I practice Qigong every week. I'm a Qigong expert. Like that's not how it works. <laughs> you know, you have to practice for years. Masters get it passed down from their family. Although having said that, it's so built in the culture that when you go to the park and you see all the like old Chinese people, they're doing Qigong. I love that so much. I know. It's my favorite. Me too. Actually, when I used to live in New York, I worked down in like the Nolita area. So I would be down there really early and I would walk through because I lived in Williamsburg. So I'd walk over the bridge and then walk all the way through the park and I would see the older like wise and I would just sit there with my coffee and watch them. It was so beautiful. Same. For me, it looked like art and like it just seemed so beautiful to watch them move at their ages so beautifully and have that flexibility still at that age. Absolutely. And just the instinct to go outside every day. First of all, outside, outside right? Yeah. And just know these things that they can do with their body to stay flexible, to get the circulation moving, because it's built into the culture. Like you literally learn that since you're a kid and then you watch your elders doing that. So then when you're an elder, that's what you do. I love elders. <laughs> I love elders. I love elders. They're the only influencers for me. I agree. Like I just like since I was young, I've had a connection with any elder. So since I was 14, I started working in like a convalescent home part time as a teenager because I just wanted to be around older people. I just love them so much. Yeah, they carry wisdom. They carry life experience. I learned so much. We don't get that so much from our influencers these days. They're like, you're 20. Calm down. The influencers don't care about the elders these days. They just go like, ugh, and they have no idea how much you can learn from just sitting down for a cup of tea or even just having an hour conversation with them. You can learn so much that you know, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, and we're miss really missing that. And, you know, I feel like these things are still built into Chinese medicine, like the appreciation of these very things that we're talking about is very much front and center for Chinese medicine. So I feel like it's such a good medicine for us right now to have exposure to. And I think I lost the train of why I was even talking about Qigong. Oh, so you asked me what I was doing. It's still not easy to understand exactly what Qigong means, I think, but that was the type of treatment that I was getting. And it was done by this master, Master Ru was his name. And I don't recommend this to people nowadays, but he was not, as far as I'm aware, licensed by the state to practice 
body work, but bless him because he turned it around for me. And I'm Chinese. I spoke to him Chinese. I am very familiar with this type of person, you know, but I don't recommend that to the masses because you can also be swindled by people who are not licensed. So there's a reason why people get trained and licensed to practice Chinese medicine here in the States. And, you know, for those listening, always seek a licensed trained professional for your safety. But I do have to share that that was an experience that I had. Following seeing him, I did go and see actual licensed acupuncturist who treated me with needles. And so I just continued that journey. But it started with kind of this almost mystical experience of Chinese medicine that not a lot of people practice and not a lot of people know how to do. So it was almost like you could almost call it like a Chinese medicine version of shamanism. But I use that word carefully because I know that, you know, I don't want to be disrespectful to people who come from deep traditions of shamanic practice, but it's sort of like I could kind of compare it to that to some degree. And that's how it started for me personally. And then I went on to work with other acupuncturists and actually get a lot of needle puncture done. And that continued to help me gain my strength back and restore my ability to be clear about myself in a way that helped me understand what's the next step in my life for me. Because you know when you're in your 20s and you're like, what should I do? I'm not, I don't really know. Who am I, right? <laughs> and I really feel like having had so much Chinese medicine work through acupuncture, through qigong massage, really helped me gain clarity in a way that I see looking back that that was true for me. At the time, you know, you're so young and you don't know that what you're doing is such a cause and the decisions that you make necessarily. But looking back, it was a really important support system that I tapped into. I call it a system, but like it's, you know, just a medicine form that's out there that people practice. And I was able to gain a lot from that for myself. And so it's definitely part of where the story of where I am today. This is incredible. I love acupuncture and I didn't discover it until I was in my 20s and it was mind-blowing. The first time I ever had it, I felt like I was elevating. Exactly. It was like this sensation where I was floating on top of the table because I've always had high-stress jobs, even though I work in beauty and wellness and lifestyle. It's always go, 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 go. Isn't that the irony? It is. And I would be training spas and I wouldn't have time to get a facial or even... And a spa director actually pretended to make an appointment with me, but she had gifted me an hour and a half acupuncture. Oh my God. And it was the time we were opening, I was opening up the standard spa in Miami. That was like almost 20 years ago. And so it was all hammam and they had all these practitioners there. So after I had that, all my pain disappeared. And from that moment, anytime I have issues, I go get cupping and I go get acupuncture and I'm very big with my chiropractor because I was told years ago to get my spine fused because of my back issues. And I said, absolutely not. I reversed all of it by like starting to do kinesiology and more stretching and then going to all these practitioners. Yeah, because that's the thing that's missing in the Western understanding of body care and health care is movement, circulation. These things are really basic in Chinese medicine and just like not at all present in, 
I shouldn't say not at all. Some people are probably going to get mad that I said that, but no. I just mean <laughs> not very present <laughs> because when you think of medical care, you're not thinking that your doctor is going to prescribe movement for you. Like these old people that we were just talking about in the park, like that's actually pretty helpful for a pain condition. And you don't really see that being prescribed or being understood as something that can help. And that's really important in Chinese medicine. And all the things that you're doing are invigorating, restoring, improving, enhancing your circulation, which is just like so important in Chinese medicine. You could almost say that we're obsessed with circulation and we are because that's what powers your body and that's what makes you feel good. And that's what is the opposite of tension, right? Because when things are circulating well, you feel relaxed and that floating is that feeling of that absence of tension so that things can circulate. And when things circulate, they work. And when things work, you feel great. Oh, this is a good transition talking about your practice, but then also your amazing lantern tools that you have. Oh, thank you. They add circulation to our faces, right? Yes. So I want to jump into that so that our listeners can like purchase them on your site and understand more about them. And so please tell us how from transitioning through all this and starting your own practice, how did you eventually like start creating your own brand? The tools that we make and provide to people are Chinese medicine based. So they are the gua sha tools, massager tools, scalp stimulating tools. And they came out of my practice because these come from wanting to give my clients a way that they could continue and maintain the treatments that they got from me. Because there is a lot that you can do on your own at home. And there are some things that you really should just always see a professional for. You can't get around that. But then there are things that you can do at home to like fill in the gaps in between when you see your practitioner. And so that's what these tools are for is they were originally with my clients in mind and my patients in mind so that they could continue some of that facial work at home because I do a lot of facial cosmetic acupuncture. And in those treatments, I do also bring in gua sha, facial gua sha to be specific, facial cupping, this infrared heat massage thing that we do. So it's all the things of Chinese medicine wrapped into a facial treatment. And so when you see me, obviously you can get a big change because we're doing a professional treatment and you can't do acupuncture on yourself at home. But what you can do is you can do facial gua sha, which I love as a at-home practice for people because it's easy, it's doable, and it really works. So that's what the tools were designed for. And now they've just, everybody loves them. So I would love for you to talk through the differences between the tools, because I think for someone that doesn't own or gua sha or has just gotten one of the tools they sometimes don't know what to do with them. That's such a good thing to offer to your listeners. Like, what the heck? How do I navigate this world of gua sha? Yeah, if I'm going to buy my first gua sha tool, which one do you recommend for someone that is like a beginner? Yeah, I'll just acknowledge that when you search gua sha online, it's just like a million things in one, different <laughs> shapes and like, you know, <laughs> and people, you know, saying that it's, 
lymphatic drainage and some people saying it can shape your nose and there's just all this misinformation. And so to make it really simple. It can shape my nose? <laughs> no, <laughs> it cannot. I was like, oh my God, I didn't know that. <laughs> I've seen it on TikTok and I'm just like, hashtag nope. <laughs> When I watch YouTube, like, stars and TikTok, like, stars in the beauty space, and they're teaching people how to do things, I'm like, no, that is going to, like, ruin them. I was like, oh, the advice they're giving, they're not experts. They just have a lot of followers. Exactly. I can't even watch it, like, when they're, like, using, like, you know, the wrong skincare, vitamin Cs, retinols. I'm like, I just I can't even watch. I, just, like, I know, right? They're like, don't worry about it. Just double the dose. It's fine. <laughs> And you're like, okay. <laughs> so I'm like, oh God, have you had a lawsuit? Yeah, exactly. So tell me, which one should I buy? If I'm going on your site, I'm on your site right now on my phone. And I'm like, oh God, I love all of them. They're all so interesting. But I need pretty much for my jaw. Like I'm getting a double chin in my old age and stuff. And so I'm trying to like contour like the lower half. So I don't get what the rest of my family has like underneath here. Okay, so for tool-wise, <laughs> don't worry, just circulate it. Okay. Just circulate it with a gua sha tool. So my recommendation is always our Lanshin Pro gua sha tool. And even though it has the word pro in it, it is something you can absolutely learn to do at home on your own easily. We provide a lot of support. I think the important thing about being a gua sha tool maker is that you're providing people with support for it because it's not a jade roller, right? Jade roller is pretty easy and pretty intuitive, but also not very nuanced. I often compare a jade roller to being like a one-speed bike and a gua sha tool to being a 10-speed bike or 20 if you are advanced and really know what you're doing. So a 20-speed bike there's a lot more you can do with a 20-speed bike. So that's how I think of gua sha versus jade rolling. But with gua sha, you do need guidance and support. And so we try to provide that as a brand. That's part of our brand mission is to provide that education. Why the Lanshin Pro is because it's like a Swiss Army knife of gua sha tools. It has different shapes of different size angles, different curved angles that were designed to fit your facial curves and your body curves because good contact with your face and its contours is important for good results. And so it also has different special texture edges that can help you do specialized techniques that maybe work a little harder for softening fine lines, wrinkles, or smoothing texture, or just providing a little bit extra power to when you want to sculpt into like the cheekbone or the jaw. So these are two special edges on the tool called the Pro Sculpting Lip and the Comb Edge. And then we have a Sculpting V, we, I call it at the top, that's like a tighter angle to really sculpt into different features like your brow, your jaw, your cheekbone. So that is to me the one and only tool. You'll never need another tool again with that tool. But it is expensive because it is made of the most luxurious jade that is second to jewelry level, which we don't make our jade tools from jewelry grade because that would be insane in how expensive that would be. But the next level is what we use. So nephrite jade. So it's luxurious material. It's very durable. 
it's a larger size tool than a lot of the common ones you see. So it's a little bit of an investment and being sensitive that not everyone can afford that piece. We also have an intro level tool that is more budget friendly, but also has more thoughtful and intentional curving than most tools on the market. So we kind of have like a pro version and a more intro version so that people of all budgets can afford to do gua sha because gua sha is for the people. So I would say depending on your budget and depending on how invested you are in a gua sha practice, you would either select the intro tool. If you're not sure you want to bring this into your life, you want to just give it a try. You don't want to like put a lot of money into it yet. Get an intro tool. But if you're just like gung-ho, ready to roll, you know, if you just roll like that, the Lanchine Pro Gua Sha tool would be the one for sure. You know, the shopper in me is like, I want the best. <laughs> if you want the best, you've got to get the pro. You know, I can't believe how fast this has gone. This is like my fastest like conversation ever. Like it's like the best. So when you launch these tools, so you have how many total are there? There's one, two, three, four, five, six, and then you have spoons too. What do these spoons do? Oh yes, the spoons. Yeah. Okay. There are three main types of gua sha tools. So one is the pro, two is the intro, and then the intro comes in three different flavors, right? Rose quartz, shu yen jade, and nephrite jade. And then the spoons also come in three different flavors. The spoons are a booster. I don't recommend that people start with a spoon if they want like a full gua sha practice. I use the spoon as like this nice booster and it helps because the size of it is smaller. It helps get into like smaller areas of your face. Mm, like around your eyes and stuff? like Around your eyes uh, and around the nose because there's things that are valuable to do around the nose. Sometimes we forget to touch and circulate our nose area. It's also great because of its size for acupressure, you know, where you can just stimulate into a point. You can do that with the other tools as well, but this one's a little bit more designed specifically for that. So it's very comfortable to really use that tool to dig into like an acupuncture point at home. So the sculpting spoon, I always tell people, is a booster. It's nice if you pair the sculpting spoon with an intro. Then you kind of have what you get with a pro in one tool. And then we also have the scalp stimulator, which is designed more for stimulating acupressure, acupuncture, energy points on the scalp. You can do acupressure with it on your scalp. You can do gua sha on your scalp and just other stimulation techniques with it. But in truth be told, you can use a gua sha tool on your scalp too. It's just the scalp stimulator has all the comb teeth or fingers like are those those cool, like really fun colored massagers? Is that one of the scalp things or no? No, that's different, but you could use that on your scalp, certainly. Because those look like fun. Have we not sent you any? Like, I'm going to make sure you get sent like a whole set of these. So the hot massagers are really special. So they fill with hot water, so they get hot. And then it's like, imagine like a hot stone massage in your hand that lasts a really long time. And gives you the benefit of far infrared heat, which stones may not necessarily do. And so it's just like delicious experience of massage that you can give yourself at home. And you could use that on your scalp if you wanted to. And I do sometimes, actually. You can use it literally anywhere. 
I like love that. Like I love those little massagers. They look so divine. Like I would love to like just get home and just do it everywhere. It's sore. <laughs> I know. It's like, you know, a glass of wine or a hot massage. Yeah. Or both. Sometimes I like to like get into the bathtub and take like a really like long bath and then get out and then do like oil and then do a massage on myself and all that kind of stuff. That's a good routine. Hot bath, come out with damp skin, put oil on so it really absorbs in. And then with the heat and the massage, it will just make your skin so supple. That's the thing. When you do like oil, skin, heat, and massage, it's like your skin just becomes like baby supple. Do it. <laughs> I'm all about oil. Like I love to oil myself up. <laughs> like, it's Same. like I, I usually put a lot of oil on before I go into the bathtub or into the shower too. So it's oh, like, really? yeah, because I do a lot of dry brushing too before I get into the shower and all that kind of stuff. So now that I saw this massager, like I need to have it because I'm going to incorporate it into like my routine. We're going to send it to you. Oh my God, you're the best. So I know that we're short on time here, but I want all of our listeners, how can they find all your products, all your tools, and how can they, if they're in New York, how can they just make an appointment or come to you? How do they do that? Where do they find you? The dashboard for everything Lansheen is lansheen.com. So it's just L-A-N-S-H-I-N.com. And then you can find a lot of educational content on our Instagram, which is at treatment by Lansheen, as well as our YouTube. Also, just search Treatment by Lansheen on YouTube. And then we are on TikTok. I'm sort of like not really getting it yet, but like we're trying to like figure out TikTok and talk to TikTok a little bit better, but we're on TikTok as well. But your mothership is Lansheen.com is where to find everything from us. I love this. And I am so excited. I love everything. It's like everyone in the office is always talking about different washout tools. And so like, I can't wait for them to like, look at your site because your site is actually really beautiful and very fun to shop on and it's fun to navigate and I love how you have like these great little pictures after each product oh thank you and it also shows your before and afters which is like it's such a good like way to like see what kind of results you can get after using one of those tools yeah it's legit yeah it's so legit I love. Thank you so much. And I just also want to thank you for reaching out to me because something that's so important to myself and my community of Chinese medicine practitioners is people that really care about accuracy and people that really understand, like yourself, that gua sha is a medical tradition that comes from a culture. And it's really special to us, those of us that have come from the culture. So to be able to talk to you about it from that place instead of there's so much whitewashing of gua sha that's being done and so much of the beauty of gua sha is being lost in misinformation that I just wanted to appreciate you for having me on and to give me a chance to like really share with people from my perspective as a Chinese medicine practitioner about these beautiful traditions. So I really appreciate you for that. Well, I love always hearing a truthful story. And I always, you know, my whole thing is materia means matter in Latin. So it's all about things that matter. Before this segment is over, I wanted to ask you, what truly matters to Sandra? Ooh, deep thoughts by David. So, <laughs> <laughs> what truly matters? Authenticity, you know, just real like what's real to you? And of course that's different for everyone, but just what's real? What's not something that you think you have to be because 
the culture told you that you weren't good enough, just, you know, born. You need all these extra things to be good enough. Or I think there's all these ways that we get pressured into feeling like we have to be other than just what our true nature is. And Chinese medicine is about bringing you back to that and really living and leaning into that, that true authentic self. And I wish there was a different words I could give it because I feel like the wellness world has somehow these words don't mean as much. True authentic self is almost like this stupid cliche, but I really want to bring some meaning back to that in this statement because it's really important to be authentic. It's important for healing. It's important for good relationships. It's important for your health that you can be honest with yourself about yourself and to others. That's just really, really important. And it really is the basis for good health, I think. So I would say that's really important. Oh my God, it's so important. Well, thank you so much for being on this episode and for being on our podcast. Now I want to have dinner with you and have a few more hours so we can chit chat about everything else. I would love that. Next time I'm in New York, I will definitely text you and we will set something up. I would love nothing more. Thank you all for listening until next time. 